0: What if kittens break the clock? Hey there folks and welcome back to guilds and goblins the what-if world show where your questions and our real life in the moment dice rolls create off-the-cuff adventures i'm mr eric your guild master and i'm joined today by Mama Gemma. but you can all call me swan song honk yes i'm a swan troubadour whose music can inspire the masses and um Mamma mama Gemma, is anyone else coming today? I-I thought maybe your, like, your whole family would be here. Uh, no, they all wanted to play a game together, and there was like eight players, and the game lasted for six hours, and I fell asleep. Oh. So I found two other people who could join us for a game. Well, great! Who are they? Hey, Mr. Rorick! Nice to see you! Oh, Fred! You're gonna play G&G? Yeah, I know. It's gonna be hard for me to roll the dice with my tongue without also eating them, but I'll figure it out. And who's your character? I'm playing Malador, the shell shark's meladin, part crab, part shark. He uses the many things he finds and he chews in the world to make smelly concoctions with magical effects. Ooh, I like that. And I'm joined by Alabaster Zero. And your character? Oh, uh, well, I didn't finish her, really. uh, That's okay. It's the first game, so just uh, tell us about her. Well, she's a cyclops and a gum-slinger who uses bubblegum to snatch up her foes. And, you know, go on awesome adventures. And then, does she chew the the dirty bubblegum? Cause I could help with that. I don't know, I I didn't actually finish writing the- Don't worry, Alabaster. We'll figure it out as we play. What's her name? Alabaster Zero. That's your name, but what's your character's name? Um, Alabama Hera. Alabama Hera. I love it. Now we just need our call in question from Amelia. Um, hello, my name is Amelia. Um, I like dogs, and my favorite character is Bud the Dog. And my what question is, what if every time, um, I sneeze, somebody disappears? Oh, and, um, I'm ten. Bye. Woo! That sounds like quite a mystery, Amelia. Good thing I don't sneeze very often. Should we tell the folks how the game is played a little? Great idea, Mama Gemma. If you're new to G&G, you can use any dice you have lying around the house. Even the standard six-sided dice, the cube. When you say what your character wants to do, a GM can ask you to make a roll. Roll high enough and you manage. Roll too low and you miss. Oh, but can we use a 20-sided dice? It's so bumpety. Yes, most of us will use a 20-sided die, which you can get at any hobby store or online. Yeah, and I heard something about odds, but then I totally checked out. Yes, our more experienced players can choose to add odds to their dice to give them a better chance of success. But things get a little more challenging for them just the same. But I don't have to use odds. No, you can roll any die you want. And I'll tell you if you miss or you manage. Easy enough. So let's find out. What if every time I sneezed, someone disappeared?
1: Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode new episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts search for the family road trip trivia podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures
0: are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like do trees fart
1: if you are then you'll love tumble a science podcast for kids
0: Mysterious magic had caused the sky to go dark, and our adventurers had to recover the plenty gem of fire to bring warmth back to the world. Yeah, I remember the what-if questions had become so powerful that they even brought some kids in from what-if world. My kids. And all the what-if questions and the what-if kids had to get sent back to what-if world so they wouldn't destroy Berend. Oh, I didn't know you all listened. The only way to send them back was through a magical portal, which was powered by the Plenty Gem of Fire. But the Underlows wanted the Plenty Gem of Fire so that they would have all the power. Like that sneaky Wondrow the Underlow. I don't trust him. Fortunately, good old good Uncle ate the Plenty Gem of Fire which nearly destroyed him, and he shrunk somewhere along the way, and he's been dealing with all that back on What If World, but you don't need to worry. But what you do need to worry about, and what our adventurers are worried about, is that without the plenty gem of fire on the world of Berend, things had gotten a lot colder over the last few months. Even though the sun had come back. Swan Song that's why you gathered your old adventuring buddies. Well, yeah. Plus, I want people protected in this world, so it doesn't suck in my kids again. That's fair. It's I, Alabama Hero. Pronouns she. Your Cyclops gum slinger friend. Oh, please don't chew gum this whole adventure. We'll see, Mr. Eric. And that's when I enter the tavern scuttling through a conveniently giant crab-shark-sized door. Indeed. Malador, Alabama, and Swansong. You're all dining at the Plot and Hook Tavern, trying to figure out how you can warm up this world again. Malador, could you bake like a really big warm pie with its magic? I'm not that powerful, am I? Uh, no. Like, maybe I could keep one little town warm at a time with a really big pie. But i am more focus on the smelliness than the baking, you know? Okay, sorry, I don't know your powers yet. Well, I think if I make a gum lasso long enough, I could sling the sun and pull us a little bit closer to it. What kind of rule would that be, Mr. Eric? A completely impossible one. But you could roll learn because there is some merit to the idea. Roll what now? Just roll a 20-sided dice. Is this one that? Uh, no. What about this pointy one? That's a four-sided. What about this pointy one with a pointy side on the other side? Can you just roll any of the dice in front of you? Oh, I know this one. It's a cube. Great. Roll the cube. I rolled a two. You think that getting the planet closer to the sun would certainly make it warmer, but it would also shorten the year and be impossible to accomplish with a bubblegum rope of any size. Yeah, foodie. Well then, back to the drawing board, which I ate. Mm -hmm. When's that food coming anyway? Your server is on their way with a big platter of delicious food. When you hear a distant sneeze, and your server disappears. I stretch out my long tongue to- You are a crab shark, you don't have a long tongue. I stretch out my meaty pincer to catch the tray! Of food? Well, yeah, I can't save the server. Well, I'm sorry to say, but the food disappeared with them! No. Oh no, that poor server! We gotta save them! But they disappear without a trace! How am I supposed to look for clues? Oh, oh, oh! My character has an excellent sense of smell, just like me. May I sniff for clues? Okay, roll learn, Fred. That's my specialty. Those dice taste pretty good. Uh, You're not supposed to eat them. Sorry. That's 16 plus 6. 22! Wow. You catch the faintest whiff of this server who you weren't really familiar with, and the server's scent is quickly blown away by an easterly wind. But with a 22, you also realize something interesting. All the patrons smell very surprised to your finely tuned shark senses. But the owner of the plot and hook tavern doesn't smell surprised at all. Hey, the tavern keep know something. Let's break stuff until they tell us. Ah, no, that's not how we do things, sweetie. But it's a make-believe world. We can break whatever we want. I'm gonna break this chair. You're gonna pay for that, shouts the owner of the Plot and Hook Tavern, Captain Plot himself. Dressed in the heavy furs of the lands of Northmost and brandishing his hook hands threateningly towards you, Captain Plot seems none too pleased. I am so sorry about my friend, Captain. We love your restaurant. We were just looking to help find your missing server. Why do you think I'd even care about Sarapent the server? I've got plenty more where that came from. But a quick look around tells you that Sarapent was his only server. Okay, clearly you need our help. So let say you tell us what you know. And we'll help find Sarapent the server. And then you can pay us lots of gold! No, I think that just makes us even on the chair. I mean, that thing was made of sticks, right? It's gotta be really expensive. Hey! It was made of the finest sticks in North Moss! Irreplaceable! Not to mention me precious throne board! Oh, sorry, that was my fault. Okay, well, I haven't eaten anything that belongs to you. Even your food, which disappeared. What's It's your point, says Captain Plot, gathering up this broken stick chair with his hook hand. Hang on, you own the plot and hook tavern, and you've got a hook hand, but your name is Captain Plot? It's my plot of land what of it? No, uh, nothing, no. Swanzong, I'm gonna let you roll wonder, since swaying people is kind of your specialty. But it's going to be a hard roll. Okay, so I roll two d20s and take the worst one. So that's 11 plus... Dude, that's 14! Captain Plot regards you all warily and then waves his free hand to a counter that looks to be stacked up with boxes of food. Tell you what! You make me food delivery to Kaimi Roar! He just sent in a grub-tub order, via raven! He's a very hard-to-please sort, but he too has had someone disappear on him, so maybe he'll give you another clue. Okay, sure. Can we get some, like, free food and furry boots or something? Nah! Next time you want free stuff, don't go breaking me chairs! Okay, that makes sense. It'll be a full day's march through the harsh, wintry lands of Northmos. In what direction? Do west so if the wind that blew them away was blowing easterly then it could have come from the west so i don't know if that tells us anything but let's go you take off to the west alabama Hera, malador and swan song you've all got somewhat insulated winter clothes yeah i got like furry yeti crab leg warmers that i pull up awesome and it helps you march through the bitter cold. But one of you needs to roll a d6 to see what kind of perils you face along the way. That's the cube, right? A three. Ah, deep snow. Each of you needs to figure out a way to navigate the very soft, powdery, sink-into-it snow, or else suffer one hurt from getting buried one too many times. Well I'm a swan, I figure I can just fly over it. Yes, good call swan song. Could I fashion like those snowshoes? But out of bubblegum, cause like that's my whole gum slinger thing. You can, but it might be a little cold for gum. So give me a roll. Can I just keep rolling the key? Yes, you could just keep rolling the D6. I rolled a one. Your gum snowshoes keep cracking in the cold, and you suffer one hurt along the way. Well, since Malador is like a massive part aquatic creature, can I sort of like swim burrow through the snow with my big crabby pincers and shark mouth? Yeah, roll dare for that. Okay, I get a d4 for dare to add. Ooh, that's roll 20! You are so good at snow swimming that you're able to carry the worn-out cyclops Alabama Hera on your back, giving her a chance to rest and recover from her hurt. Nice, going in fresh. The directions Captain Plot gave you lead you to a worn-down stony rook, the only part still standing from an ancient ruined castle. The tower climbs feebly into the sky, and you see a great three-headed beast perched atop it. (laughs) Calls Kaimi Roar, or at least you presume. Do you have my grub tub delivery? Well, it's not exactly a tub of food, but... That's false advertising! And Kaimi swoops down towards you, breathing a jet of flame. What do you do? I hold up the food! If you burn us, your grub tub delivery's gonna get scorched! Kai seems frustrated and at the last second, turns their jet of flame to the left, narrowly missing the lot of you. But the other two heads still look pretty perturbed. Me thinks you didn't get it here in 30 minutes or less, says a furry goat head the middle of the three, lowering its goat horns as it charges towards you. What do you do? Oh, I think I can sling some gum to redirect the head. So they crash into their own castle. Cool maneuver, but you're gonna have to roll high to get it. Well, I've had only bad luck so far, so I can let him get a... That's a two. Out of sex? Yeah. You sling a ropey length of gum forward, but Kai Mi Roar bullishly pushes ahead. Goatishly. Sure. And your gum sling snaps back at you, dealing you one hurt. Ugh. Meow, you've done it, roars the third head, a scraggly-looking lion, who snatches at you with claws and teeth. Swansong, you haven't acted yet this round. I'd like to try to play a song to soothe the beast. We brought your tub of food, and though it may not be good, and it took a whole day. But that's what you get in medieval fantasy. Roll wonder. A Twelve plus one? Kaimi roars lion head, stares at you furiously, but decides to take their anger out on the takeout. <laughs> oh, you are eating the box. The box is the best part, says the third head. Which you presume to be Roar. Me thinks you ate the box because it's me, favorite part. Says the goat head, which you kind of figure must be me. Like you, but you do all the voices. No, its name is me, like M-E-E, that's how I spelled it. That's confusing. Well, the goat head named Me starts headbutting the lion head named Roar. And then Kai, the dragon head, starts blowing out fire at both of them. Quiet down. Well, if they're fighting each other, we can just sneak away. Alabama, we're here to gather clues, remember? Oh, yeah. Well, I've been snow swimming over slushy, dirty ground. And I take some of that mud off of my crab legs and mix it in with some of the seaweed that's sticking to my body and add the stinky essence of a seasick slug to make a stink bomb that will distract Kymie Roar. And make them all stop fighting. And I I will use my gum sling to help sling it straight at them. Nice, I like that helping out. So you can each roll a d20 and take the higher of the two. Uh, Can I still roll a cube one? Sure, if it's a good roll, it counts. Okay, here goes. I rolled a three. Then I rolled a two. The sludgy, stinky ball of... Mud and seaweed plops down in front of Kaimi Roar. Me thinks this is dessert. Ah, yeah, my dessert. Not if I eat it first. And the heads keep fighting. Malador and Alabama, you each suffer one hurt from having to get in the path of this rampaging, fire-breathing, angry creature. Ouch. At least it warms up my gum. Mama Jamma, So I can lay three golden eggs each day, right? That is one of your powers. Okay, Kai, me, and Roar. We're gonna offer you a refund of one golden egg apiece. Redeemable towards your next scrub tub delivery? Roll wonder, Mamma Jamma. 18 plus 1. They finally stop their fighting, and each head stares at its own egg greedily. Me, sorry we're in such a state. Our sister, Mandy Corr, has gone missing. And we're lost without her. Kymie Roar and Mandy Corr. Me have different last names. Our families don't have to conform to your rules. I was just making sure I had the names right. Now, when Mandy Kor disappeared, did you notice a wind blowing? A strong wind. Blowing west. Wait, but our wind was blowing east. So maybe it was a magic wind blowing away from a place that we already passed by. That's why it blew east at the tavern but west at the rook. Okay, I think I get it. Uh, but that was just a bunch of frozen tundra. How are we gonna find the exact location that's east of here? But west of the plot and hook tavern. Maybe if we find a third point? Me friend Caverna also lost someone to a sneezing wind. She lives even further north. So we're going to have to find this Caverna and then figure out where the wind's coming from using... Geometry. Oh, yay! Can our adventurers find the source of the sneezing wind? Before someone else disappears, we'll find out in our next adventure. Amelia, thank you very much for your question, and I hope you all have enjoyed your story. Malador, Swansong, and Alabama Hera will be back next week. If you want access to ad-free episodes, including our 22 past Guilds and Goblins episodes, please go to patreon.com slash whatifworld. You also get our Guilds and Goblins starter rule set, a shout-out on the show, monthly bonus episodes, and more. Today we've got a shout-out for a fellow podcaster, Hao Wen Deng, age 10. Hao Wen hosts the podcast Blind Kids Life and enjoys making podcasts, playing piano, and playing with sound effects. And you can check out the podcast Blind Kids Life wherever you listen. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you adventurers out there. Until we adventure again, keep wondering.